Josh Allen is not elite. Adam Gase deserves another chance. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence was a reach. Yeah, he's never won a fantasy championship. The guy drafted a kicker in the fifth fucking round. Hey, Al, welcome back to the Fantasy Four Stringers podcast. What's going brought on? To you... <laughs> Don't okay. call me off, you fucker. <laughs> uh, brought to you by... <laughs> now I'm flustered, dude. You got me all stressed out. <laughs> brought to you by your boys Wink and Ozan. I'm going to take your intro because you may be mad. All right. It's fine. It's fair. You earned it. It's mm-hmm. week, I guess. What episode Somewhere. are we on now? 13? 12? 13? Somewhere in 14? there. I don't well, know. Well, it's the week It's the week 7 injury update. The post-week 7 injury update yeah. coming into week 8 here. So, uh, I don't really remember what episode we're on. It'll be listed. Obviously, we'll figure it out before we post it. Yeah, I think it's 13. I don't really think we're worried about it. Like we're number thirteen, digits. close to ha- Halloween too. Yeah, we're in the we're in the double digits. season. We're uh, how did your fancy teams do this week? Week uh, not great. What's not great? Um, so I had six games. If Jason Myers doesn't kick a field goal, oh yeah, game, I need him to shank a couple here. It's, yeah. it's we're going live right now. If if he doesn't if he doesn't make one by the end of the game, then I am going to win two of them. So, uh, so we're going to lose another week. heartbreaker in our league together Yeah, it's because rough. of Jason Myers, but that's okay because I actually, if we're a scary team going into the playoffs. Our, our team's good. It's just that we're having some unfavorable uh, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, last week I was rooting for the Titans win over the overtime game. So I was not. I was pretty pissed. We went over this. The best of both worlds would have been for it to go to overtime and then for the Titans to win, so that way – he kicks the field goal. We win as a fantasy group. And That's all it would have taken. We still win, but I'm not trying to risk that with intensity defense. That's super suspect. Not but great. apparently decides to be gods against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So let's well, just let's just take a second. No, they're 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 playing dirty. Let's just, oh yeah, gets hurt the fourth. I'm so sick of this. You like two people say, oh Mahomes got hurt. That's why they lost. It Dude gets hurt in like literally the end of the third quarter slash fourth quarter somewhere in there. The game's already over at this point. The Titans didn't score in the second half. They had already scored 27 points. This game's over. I don't understand. Um, basically. If you this is also coming from a guy who rooted for the Bucks against me on Monday night last week and is now wearing a Tepave Bucks hat. Well, you know, I fluctuate. <laughs> I, I go back and forth. I have multiple teams, <laughs> and it just depends on the matchup that week. No, if <laughs> if Mahomes doesn't get hurt, the Chiefs make a miraculous comeback. There, no shot. In, including There's literally no shot. Including Tyreek Hill going for at least 200, like I predicted. He would. Yeah, have. I wish. I just traded for him, and that guy just shit the bed. Yeah, well, if if Mahomes doesn't get fucking concussed on a dirty play, by the way, guys is out here throwing knees at his helmet when he's getting tackled. That's bullshit. I'm, I I just if he's it, making up for the knees AJ Brown doesn't have. Yeah, well, okay, that's fair. AJ Brown has eighty year old man knees. I say it every single week, but guys, fucking old. He's the oldest twenty four year old I've ever seen in my life. Except for maybe me when I was <laughs> My knees might have been worse. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting sidetracked. But Mahomes, if he doesn't get injured, then it's a totally different ball game. They would have come back. Kelsey would have scored a touchdown at least. He would have helped me out in fantasy this week. Mahomes would have thrown to the hill a, a what, shitload. What was the final score? I don't know. You don't? Fuck no. Oh. No clue. 27 to 3. Okay. See, that's uh, the last easy... time the Chiefs When's the last didn't time the score Chiefs... a touchdown, 2015. When's the last time the Chiefs didn't come back from a deficit like that? Uh, Mike Vrabel versus the Chiefs, 3-1. and one. And, yeah, don't bring it up. The one time they lost was in the AFC Championship. Oh, yeah, was it? We oh, don't need to make oh. that a big deal. Oh, bummer. But oh. they did get dicked. So this is the Chiefs' MO. They get down, and then they come storming back. I have no doubts that it would have happened again. If Mahomes didn't get hurt on a dirty play by a dirty player on a dirty team. And yeah, that's that. I think we can close the book on this one. 
Um, <laughs> Derrick Henry was a massive disappointment. Yeah, he didn't. He uh, as as we're watching him throw a touchdown AJ, AJ on Brown live television washed. right now. AJ Brown um, like washed eight for one thirty three <laughs> and a touchdown. Ryan Tannehill's overrated. Uh, touchdown and a rushing touchdown. I I have zero faith in the Titans. Uh, number one seed in the AFC right now. Seven weeks in. No faith is it's just an interesting remark. Is all I'm gonna they say. could they could lose the next ten games. <laughs> Realistically, and you can't even argue it. They lost to the Jets, so they could, they could lose in any fucking game. <laughs> it's so, sad because it's actually kind of true they did lose to the Jets. If they can lose to the Jets, if they lose ten straight, I might not ever make another podcast again. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's gonna that's, be my maybe that'll be my lock of the week this week is. Titans Your lock of the week is the Titans out. lose 10 straight? Maybe. We'll see. I'll give you my entire bank account if that happens. Okay. And well, if they don't lose 10 straight, you have to give me five bucks. So your entire bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll double your money. What you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's a good bet for me. Bad for you. All right. Let's let's actually this guy works at Schwann's for two weeks and thinks he's better than everybody. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're, we're, I'm trying to keep this serious. Uh, oh, wow. What a dirty play. See, we're watching the plays of the game. We're, we're watching highlights of this game right now as we're recording this. And it's just, you it could, was ruled a you know clean fumble. No, this, this game, you know what it reminds me this of? This is the dirty play. This reminds me go. of Viking this Saints. This is the dirty play. This is Viking Saints in the 09 playoffs. They were targeting him. They went high low on him and said, "You know what? There was a bounty going on. There probably There's was. no sh- no shot. You somebody, think there's a bounty going on? Somebody got paid for that hit. This is a ba- look at this. Look at this. This is a bang Whap. bang play. <laughs> Straight up lifted his knee right into his face. He's fine. He didn't even get a concussion. No, they were they were practicing that exact hit and no in the entire week leading up if, to this. If if they were, they clearly didn't execute that. And there's no way in a Mike Vrabel defense they don't execute. <laughs> so I know for a fact that that was not intentional." We'll just have to agree to disagree on that one. Yeah, I guess so, Bucks. I think fan. the vast majority of people out Big there Big Chris Godwin guy should trade for Mike Evans, you hack. Hey, Godwin had a good game. Yeah, he, he had did. over 100 and a touchdown. Mike Evans had a better game. Yeah, I know. Mike Evans is just a – he's an anomaly. He gets touchdowns and has massive games, or he doesn't do Yeah, anything. dude, there's just too much high and low with that offense yeah. that I can't trust any wide receiver. Yeah, it's – I would love him as a flex guy. Like if you got Antonio Brown, throw him in your flex. Oh, that's that's the dream oh, yeah. scenario because you have no idea which guy's gonna be the best. The offense is of the so three. Good. The offense but is great. I know for a fact if you drafted Evans or Godwin that you drafted them in the third slash fourth round slash second round slash fifth, somewhere between second and fifth round. Somewhere yeah. in there, regardless of where you're, you got them. You probably feel pretty Either way, you drafted right them as a wide receiver one slash wide receiver two. You expect to start them every week and like for them to produce. There's just so much going on there that you just don't get any luck, and it's it's really frustrating. Yeah, I if and I didn't draft any of these guys this year because I was mm-hmm. worried about how and that's, it was going to be spread around. But if you did draft Evans or Godwin, outside of the big weeks that Evans has given you, you especially the, he's boomer bust I, I just i just stayed away from him because last year he 16 percent of his fantasy points were in one game and it was in week 16 against the lions and if you're in the fantasy championship at that point you probably don't trust mike evans because one your team's in the fantasy championship and two mike evans was fucking not good that <laughs> that year at all like you just there's no better way to put it and if you if you did end up having the cojones to start it start him that week, I mean he had a great game versus the Lions, but like you can't trust that going forward. Wasn't that the week where Brady had like four or five touchdowns? Yeah, he yeah he was just too he was just too boomer bust, and I get not trusting him. And in that offense, that's why I think like when I said Antonio Brown's the best case scenario is because you get Godwin and Evans in like the second to fifth round somewhere in there. Regardless, like whatever, whatever, like however your league is going, I don't really know. Like a lot of teams are running yeah, back heavy and shit like that. Like I don't know, just somewhere around there. And if you got Antonio Brown, you probably got him somewhere between like the seventh and the ninth round. Yeah. And 
for yeah. how their offense is with how much they spread it, you just get so much more value there. And you just, he probably is your flex wide receiver because you probably have two really good wide receivers that should have deserved to be drafted over him yeah, he's- already anyways. And now you just have a sweet flex play or a wide receiver cover when one of your guys is on by or gets hurt or something like that. Like he's, that's just really good depth. He's just as consistent as either the other two. It's just that that team is just so frustrating from a fantasy perspective because they're all so good. You just don't know who's going to get right. the ball. That's that's why he was in terms of value and, and those three receivers, he was by far the best. And value. it's impossible. And it's impossible to predict because Tom doesn't pick. He has targets that he likes more but he doesn't throw to him more yeah he just it's just certain situations well he where he will throw to ball the ball to them like on a third and ten or whatever it doesn't mean he targets them necessarily more just means in like a pressure situation he might look at them more so than anybody else so he's just gonna find the you might get like one or two opportunities more so than the other wide receiver on the team but like it doesn't and it doesn't mean that he's going to be targeted more throughout the entire game just because he's his favorite wide receiver because Tom is Tom Brady. Like yeah, it's, it's just whoever's open that, that whatever the game plan script says and there's whoever never, is open, that's who he's throwing to. There is no favorite target. There's never going to be a target monster in that offense. That guy just wants to win. There never will be. He's made it pretty evident his entire career. So, All right. I think we can hop into injuries. There's a few of them this week, but not nearly as bad as uh, the last couple of weeks. At least there's, the bye week is not yeah, there's, nearly as prevalent. There's there's a handful of injuries that we'll go over. The number one we already kind of talked about was Mahomes. I mean, obviously, everybody saw it. Everybody saw the hit. Oh, yeah. Um, just, oh, yeah. Everybody knows it was dirty. We don't need to go over it again. But, um, <laughs> he was not dirty. He was getting <laughs> held up by another player. Oh. He went to dive at him, and when he went to dive at him, Mahomes went down. His knee hit him in the head, and he cleared concussion protocol. So Mahomes should be good to go. Hey man, whatever helps you. He sleep did interviews day. after the game. He cleared concussion protocol. I don't. Know I how. have no worries about Mahomes playing this coming week. I don't know how he cleared protocol, but what do you mean he did an interview after the game after he did the protocol? Well, I just like the, the he hit couldn't itself. have done the interview if he didn't clear protocol. Well, that that. The play itself just looked like, okay, there's no way he's not concussed. Okay, yeah, but also you have to realize the time is 27-3. to 3, They're not going to put him back in that game, and there's no point. The game's over. Well, that that's fair. Why would you risk him? That's fair. Either, even if he was, like, if he, if he wasn't concussed or was concussed, and obviously he wasn't, there's no shot they put him back in the game. What's the point? Well, if they want to come back and win. They're not going to. There's literally not a chance. Against the Titans defense, that's it was the, it was, <laughs> literally the end of the game. They had no time to come back and win the game, and he had also had three quarters to do that against the quote unquote Titans defense and did nothing. Titans played well. Yeah, Chiefs are also pretty bad. So, other outside, other than their quarterback and their two skill players in Kelsey and Tyreek, they don't really have anybody. A blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Titans got Dooney's like their best lineman. He has like a broken wrist. Like they don't, they are really in not in a good, good spot from uh also Titans have 18 guys on IR. I just want to let that be known. So when people say that they're bad, we're five and two and there's 18 people on IR. I just want, I just throwing that out there. I think they might be better with their practice squad out, there out there than their starters. They seem mm-hmm. to be playing better. It's like my fantasy team. I hate fantasy football. <laughs> All right. So we, we covered Mahomes. Obviously, everybody knows the, the situation with that. He's probably going to play week eight. I can't imagine why he wouldn't. If he already cleared protocol and he's not concussed, then he's playing week eight. So, you know, if you have him, don't panic. Don't fret. Don't waste a, a roster spot to go pick up some waiver quarterback. Um it's it's just not necessary at this point unless for some reason we hear midweek that he's regressing but um you're you're rolling with Mahomes until he basically dies on the field so um until he basically <laughs> dies on the field <laughs> even uh, then i might still consider it well he's probably he's better than Tannehill even at that point but um Zach Wilson got hurt this shouldn't matter nobody's starting Zach Wilson it really, um, really no. shouldn't even impact the rest of the Jets' offense in terms of fantasy because it's like, how much worse can they get 
You know what I mean? They just traded for Joe Flacco today. I saw that, which means that yeah, he's, for a sixth round pick, yikes! Zach he's Wilson's probably going to be out for a while. Yeah, Flacco's probably the starter for at least a handful of weeks. You would think by the sounds of it. Do we think they're in on Deshaun Watson at all? No, I don't. No, I don't either. No, um, and I don't. I think it's either Miami or Carolina. I don't know why Deshaun. Watson I think it's would, probably Miami though. Well, I don't know why Watson would want to go to New York. It's a dumpster fire. It'd be like leaving the Texans for the Texans. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what. But the they do have Salah now, and I don't think he's a bad coach. I just don't think they have enough yet. No, you're not gonna. Your Rome wasn't built in one day. You know what I mean? Like that's he's not gonna fix that team in one year. Oh, definitely. Yeah, not. they added some good pieces. Their defense has been really good this year, actually. You know what I mean? Well, for the yeah for for and Salah's a defensive minded coach. He reminds me a lot of Zimmer. So I don't think that they're a horrible team. I just he doesn't have enough pieces. He needs offensive weapons. He's got a rookie quarterback and no wide receivers outside of Corey Davis. Yeah, they, they they're all any, question marks outside of him. They don't have a lot of talent. On no offense. one's proved anything outside of that. So I do think that with a decent tight end, a better offensive line, and maybe another weapon on the outside, that the Jets are arguably a playoff team. They they're close. They're not as far away as you think they are. Their defense is good. Uh, Hopkins. Was a limited participant today. What's the status? What's the injury? I didn't even see that he was banged up. Uh, hamstring. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? Those I mean, things linger. Did, did he play with that last week too? I, I forget. Yeah, he well, he was questionable leading up. Okay, but he he plays through a lot of the, yeah. that stuff. So, but I, just something to monitor. Yeah, keep an eye on it. But I, I mean, I don't think you're in any danger of losing him for a week or two. Um, uh, Adams, Devonte Adams is on the yeah, COVID he's, list. He's out. He's most likely out Thursday night, which is horrible for most fantasy owners because that's your wide receiver one guaranteed. That'll bring me into two names that I want to mention. Then, the, yeah, the one obvious one what is going to be. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? The one obvious one is going to be Lazard. Yeah, most likely because he's probably played great the, the last couple weeks. He's he's considered the next man up. I would. I would yeah, imagine. he's got a big. He's got a big frame too. He's the most similar body type to yeah. Devontae Adams as well. So he really fits into that role. I don't think they're going to have to change the game plan much. But because they're not going to change the game by much, I think Lazard's going to probably blow up this week. I, I do. I actually now that I'm thinking, that's about a big it too, game. They need him too. I'm, I'm wondering if Rogers, his familiarity with Randall Cobb, could come into play at some point this week or the next yeah, couple of see, weeks. Yeah, see, I agree with that too. But I also think the running game is going to benefit from this as well. That is true. I think Jones will get more work now. I do think Aaron to. Jones is going to come back to where he was because he didn't really have a good week. Yeah, they're going to they're going to need to move the ball with on the ground at least with some level of consistency. So mm-hmm. though, I think Jones will be a lot better this week than he was last week. Um, Tunyon is the other name that I would be con- considering as a waiver target this week because. If they don't have Adams, fuck that guy, dude. I, as I, much as I mm. hate that fucking guy, but they, <laughs> they. I mean, how many targets? He frustrates me. I really have tried to bear with him for a long time, and of course, the one week I finally decided to sit him in this one league, he has that good touchdown catch. It's just that's fantasy, man. It's fantasy. how many how many targets a week does Devontae? It's not even Adams his get? fault. It's my like, fault. Adams probably gets 12, 14 targets a game on average. If if he's gone and you spread those out amongst everybody else and you give Tanya an extra of four four targets, that's a lot of opportunity for a tight end. Well, and he, you got you got to look at last year too. What I mean, like what happened, like when he gets targets, he scores. Right. So and when, without him there, there's gonna be red zone targets to go around. And what happens when he gets red zone targets? He scores. He's, he so, produces. I do see, yeah, that's a very fair point. So I, I think Tunyon, because Adams is going to be out this week, if Tunyon's out there and you need a tight end because of bye weeks or injuries, you know, if if you have like Darren Waller who's on bye this week. Yeah, but monitor it because he could also come down with the vid. So you never yeah. know. It's it's starting to run on that team. People are starting to get – they had like a lot more people get diagnosed today. Good. As opposed to yesterday. I think they only like three or four and now like eight. So – just monitor it going forward, but Full if he's breakout. healthy, he's golden. Like that's a that's a good start. Um, first and foremost, we hope they're all okay. Obviously, I, I hope they're all fine, but I hope they all have COVID. They have to forfeit the game. Um, big Vikes guy. <laughs> I do not hope that. So anyway, I guess we you're a garbage on. human, you Bucks fan. <laughs> I mean. Before I before I talk myself into a lawsuit or something, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just move on. cut that off. <laughs> it's 
probably for the um, best. Jo- Josh Jacobs got hurt this week with a chest injury. He came yeah, out of the game, pain. He back. was playing good. Yep. Um, Same with Miles My- Sanders also got hurt. Yes, Sanders. So I think people that are well, starting – Miles Sanders is good. I will stick by that. That just dude, that dude cannot stay healthy. Well, and they don't it's use so it right. It's just like Raheem healthy. Mostert. Great running back. Literally cannot stay on the field for more than 10 plays. Yeah. You, they they refuse to use him the right way, and now he gets hurt on top mm. of it. So it's like, obviously, Kenneth Gainwell's a name that a lot of people are going to go after. Um, maybe Boston Scott. Ah, uh, Gainwell's the guy. But Gainwell's Gainwell's the in the passing one. game too. He's a mini yeah. McCaffrey for the next couple of weeks. He's pass game, run game. He's the, a utility back. The thing that he's got some decent fantasy value going forward. With with Gainwell going forward, like the thing that I think attracts me to. Uh, somebody like him the most right now is that the Eagles haven't been playing that well. So you're seeing a lot of, uh, like with Hertz, for example, you're getting a lot of garbage time points. They're playing from behind in a lot of games, which forces them to have to throw the ball. You know, Hertz isn't a great passer, but you're seeing him run because he needs to. Um, I, I think you could see a lot of production from Gainwell just based on the fact that they need to, mm-hmm. they're they're going to be playing from behind. Like they're most likely not going to be winning in a lot of games. Yeah. Um, so I think if it's half point or full point PPR, he's a he's a great target this week, and probably should be like the number one waiver ad. I, I would I would assume he probably yeah he's he's up there at least he's top three for sure. Uh, Dawson Knox just had surgery. It sounds like he could come back this sooner week. than later. Yeah, sooner than later, but he's out for a couple weeks. Uh, he had a broken hand. So uh, going forward, I don't really like any of the Bills tight ends. I didn't really contemplate picking one of them up. Yeah, if it's not if it's not Knox, I'm not touching any of them. But I would keep Knox on your roster is more so the reason I wanted to address it. Yep, in a in a high volume passing offense like that, he's he's valuable. Yeah, and hopefully you have an IR spot in your league. If you don't, hopefully you can sacrifice a spot to keep him because coming down in the playoff, he's a huge asset to have. That's a decent tight end for someone who most likely, if you have him starting, didn't draft the tight end at all, or you you for sure avoided drafting a tight end high. Yeah. So your team's probably pretty decent all the way around other than your tight end position, and keeping him will solidify that in the playoffs, which is huge for you. Yeah. Speaking of tight ends, I already mentioned Waller got hurt um, right, I think it was yeah, a, pain, dude. Right, like Friday, right before the game um, this weekend, he got injured and ended up missing the week. They got a bye week this week, so it should give him a chance to get healthier, but it's an ankle injury. Keep an eye on it. Because going into like week nine, if he's still up in the air, um, Foster Moreau was his replacement this week. And I yeah, think, I'm paying, dude. I think he's, he had like he 16 scored too. So. I almost tried. I almost started him, and I, I picked up another tight end instead. And I did. Uh, yep, I, re- I I almost picked him up in a league, and I re- I didn't do it. I saw him score on red zone, and I uh-huh. smirked because I was like, of course you scored. Yep. <laughs> but if Waller doesn't play, it seems like they have. Um, a high level of confidence in being able to plug him in and still use him. So he could be a name to monitor. If Waller's going to be out, Mm -hmm. um, pick him up and stash him just in case. Uh, A lot of Bears starters offensively are either banged up or out. So if you're looking for a defense to stream, I would consider picking up any defense that's playing the Bears right now. Yeah, they don't look good. Yeah, well, yeah, one, they don't look good. Fields doesn't really have a lot of help, but their defense is pretty banged up now too, so I think teams are going to move the ball on them. And I don't think their offense is good enough to sustain going forward. So I like the defensive starts there. And also I like teams or like players playing against them just because they're losing guys. Like you're losing Akeem Hicks to Sean Gibson, Elijah Wilkinson, at the offensive tackle position is also huge because they don't really have a lot of depth there, and he's been pretty good this year. And I just there's they don't really have a lot of help right now going forward with injuries. They're not in good shape. So if you have a defensive dilemma, you don't know who to start, and there's someone playing the Bears on free agency, if you need a waiver or a pickup, it's not a bad play. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Same with the Jets. Anybody playing the Jets right now? With uh, Flacco or whatever the situation is going to be there, that's, that's yeah. They're, they're, honestly, the Jets are pretty bad. They won one. Who they beat this year? You don't honestly remember? No. Are you fucking with me? Or you no, not at all. I have no idea. You don't know who the Jets beat? Nope. Not at all. Okay, I'm just going to leave that there. I'll let you remember <laughs> that on your own because I'm sure you do at some point. Um, I'll give you a hint. 
have no idea. They were taking cheap shots on Patrick Mahomes all week. Uh huh. Well, we should we should be five and one, and I'm annoyed about it. Oh, I hate it so much. And like Pain. I said, if you can lose to the Jets, you can there's lose no everybody. shot you thought I did like didn't know who they lost. I, at first, I beat. couldn't tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> then after a minute, I was like, okay, he knows. All right. Anyways, let's uh, roll back. <laughs> um, waiver targets. I'm looking at some names here. Uh, Nick Chubb should play this week. I also just want to say before God, we dude, go into waiver I need him back. Yeah, he I, should play. Uh, he did practice today. What is that? Good. What, what do you think that's going to do for Dearness Johnson? Is, uh, is he going to have like I, I still think they're going to use him because I don't think Nick Chubb's 100% and hunts think? out for a while. And they are very familiar with the two running back system. I still think Dearness Johnson has value. So, I would still start him in the flex this week. Okay. Because I was, I was wondering that. It's like, do they use him in a hunt type of role now going forward? I, I, I don't know that they'll, they'll pass catch with him, but he's going to get touches. I okay. don't think that Chubb's going to just workhorse it coming back from an injury right now. I, I don't. There's no need to, especially after he showed that he can handle running and actually play well yeah you know what I, I mean there's there's no reason to rush chubb back i tend to think that kind of the same way i don't i don't think that chubb's gonna come back and be like dominating the touches right away he still might at some point if i, I also think that he's gonna have a huge like a, a way bigger volume than people expect because baker's already ruled out as well yeah they're gonna if they want to win and they and they need to because they're playing for wild cards card spots at this point they're they're not winning their division um at least unless the Bengals fall apart or the Steelers just fall apart as well. But I, they're, what are they right now? Three and four, four and three. Who the Browns? Yeah, probably around five hundred. Yeah. What is their record? Um, I don't even know offhand. But the Bengals are what five and two. No, they because they lost to the Packers. Who's the number the one seed in the AFC right now? Okay, fuck off. Should be the Chiefs. Actually, you know what? No. What do you mean no. it should be the Chiefs? It's last, who'd they just lose to 27-3? It should be the Bills. Yeah, that's who it should be, motherfucker. Who'd they lose to the week before? That's what I fucking thought. It should be the Bills. <laughs> if Sean McDermott doesn't go for fucking a first down a fourth and like inches inside the 10 with three seconds. We win our fantasy game and maybe. Depends on who wins the coin toss because they, no defense could stop anybody. If they, that go to, game. if they go to overtime, Josh Allen was going to score on the first drive and end it. That guy's elite. What if he didn't get the ball? He would have picked off a pass and then he would have gone on and scored on his Josh own. Allen comes out to play safety on third and 10. He would have, <laughs> here's what would happen Josh Allen comes out on the field to play defense. They hand off to fucking Henry. He pops You're Henry. Fucking toxic. Forces a fumble, picks it up, returns it for a touchdown, game over. Mm-hmm. That's the most likely scenario. Or Henry just yards one seventy five on the first play. Uh, he never does that though. Oh yeah, has your running back ever run for ninety nine yards and scored? Um, hmm. interesting. Let me think. Tony Dorsett did it against the Vikings once. Uh, who was second <laughs> in rushing last year in the league? Okay, I know exactly where you're going with this. Who Derrick Henry's yards after contact? Didn't no, 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 no. Who actually was second in the league in yards last year? Fuck, I don't even know. Delvin Cook. Was it really? Yeah. Who was first? Um, Probably some hack job. Hmm. Just yeah. checking. Okay. I, I, I was just checking. I mean, I, was, I just wanted to see if you knew. The guy's just big. That's it. Just funny when people think that he's better. <laughs> he is. He's more talented. He can do more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Um, what are your thoughts on Rashad Bateman? This uh, uh, I like him. Do they continue forward. to target him? He hasn't scored yet, but he continues to produce yardage-wise. Um, he's a sneaky, I wouldn't necessarily say flex play, but I would keep him on my bench because I think there's some upside there for him to get into the flex range at the end of the season. I feel like he's, he's the played type, well. He's the type of receiver that I think Lamar Jackson needs to be most successful. Yeah, I did. Because... Lamar, I like Hollywood Brown is he's electric. Like get the ball in his hands and let him go. But Lamar, I feel like he needs a big body type that he can throw it up to, or a guy that can win his routes. Hollywood Brown's not exactly like a, a pristine route runner. He's just very very athletic. Um, but Bateman is in college that was his mo. He was he was a great route runner and he's he's got size. He's like six four and he can run pretty well. So I think he's the type of receiver that Lamar really would benefit from having so i i i really like him i I was lucky enough to stash him on on one of my teams this year or like a week ago anyway um 
So I'm, I I think that if he's not been picked up already, he would be a name that I'd be considering because. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. Sorry, I'm laughing because Tyler Lockett just sold on my boy and I just won a fantasy game. I <laughs> shouldn't have won. Also, thank you. Thank you to Jason Myers for missing that field goal. Um, I just want to say you're you're my boy. I will always pull for you to miss kicks from now on. Uh, if we got negative points, we probably would have had a shot in that game. Um, I'm going to throw out one more name. Yeah, go for it. What are your thoughts on Russell Gage? Uh, yeah, 49 yard, 48, 49 yard touchdown pass this week. Is that It was a pass? Yeah. I knew he scored. I didn't know. Yeah, he uh, scored. What do you mean it was a pass? He's not a running back. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, no. Oh, I thought you said he threw it is what no. you were saying. Okay. Because I saw that he had a touchdown. No, it was – he caught one, but it was a 49 yeah. yard touchdown well, pass. And I, th- I think with Pitts emerging and, you know – He's Ridley playing is, so good now, thank fucking God. Yeah, and Ridley is obviously – Atlanta really, fans are starting to sigh. I think Gage was a guy who a lot of people targeted going into the year as a sneaky sort of uh, like a potential flex wide receiver that didn't pan out because he got hurt early in the year. And now he just came back. I think last week was his first game back mm-hmm. and immediately started producing kind of the way people expected him yeah, to. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I dropped him in like two oh, weeks yeah. because I, I was I was big on him. But the injuries and like the lack of production when he did play. Yeah, I'm. He I'm just actually, has. He has a lot of opportunity there as a wide receiver too. There's nobody outside of Ridley, right? They and obviously Pitts now, but like as a wide receiver, like he is the guy. He is yeah. wide receiver too. He's on the field for 85 percent of the plays. I think now that he's back, if he's producing too, that's good. That is going to hurt uh, Cordero a little bit because Patterson, his value is just based on the fact that they had nobody else and they could run him and throw it to him. But if if Gage is playing a lot more now and he's you know soaking up some of those targets, it's like okay, well. If you take five targets away from Cordero every game and throw those towards Gage, now Cordero's getting like 10 carries and three, four targets a game, mm-hmm. you know, maybe five or six, if, depending on the game script, um, which is, I mean, it's enough to be viable, but he needs to be, you know, productive with those touches for that to happen. It's like he hasn't, through his entire career, he has not shown that he's able to continue that on a, on a, week-to-week basis so at some point i think the floor is going to fall out for him but um, so far it hasn't so i just want to give a shout out to my boy well with adams being out first and foremost there's a spot to fill at wide receiver and one of my guys comes off injured reserve this week mm. and his name is marquez valdez scanling oh aj brown mm-hmm. the more talented aj brown so what do we what do we think about MVS coming in this week with maybe most likely Devontae Adams being out? MVS is the star of that offense. <laughs> He's well, I mean What did AJ do to you? <laughs> I this what happened? There is there has to be something that happened. Um, I think at some point when he turned like twenty two and his knees turned seventy eight. I just I for was those of him. you that don't know, this man hates AJ Brown. <laughs> I don't back hate to back Brown. a thousand yard seasons in his rookie and second year, and this dude still thinks he's bad. I don't hate AJ Brown. I think he's a great person. I just think that his knees are old. You think he's, he's a great slow. person? Yeah, he's a great guy. What's his second? What's his second? Like his youngest kid's name? I didn't know he had kids. I don't even know what hmm. AJ stands for. Well, it's a trick question. He only has one. Arthur Juan. Arthur Juan. That's why they call him Arthur Juan Kenobi, dude. That's the worst name I've ever heard in my life. Mm. <laughs> He'd have been better. <laughs> well, his guess what his dad's name is? I have no fucking clue. Arthur Juan. You're an idiot. Great. He's AJ. <laughs> Great. <Jr>. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I was him, no, I would... No, that man's, that man's gross at football. I'd prefer if his name was OJ. His name's AJ. Orenthal James. <laughs> Spell Orenthal. I bet you can't. You're from Brainerd. Uh, <laughs> o R E N T H A L. <laughs> Orenthal. Uh, can I have a use in sentence, please? You, sir, just made it to the second round of the Scrabble Spelling Bee. Okay. Um,. Do you have any other waiver names that you want to throw out? Because there's really – I don't see much else. Uh, that's really yeah, Tyrod is eligible to come Ooh. back this week. 
Tyrod Taylor. He's a barn uh, burner. He played great when he actually played the first couple weeks. Houston he didn't look horrible. Um, I don't think Davis Mills did enough to earn that spot and keep it. He threw for like 135 yards this week. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, so he's had a couple good games. Like he had he had one really really good game, but I just yeah. I think they're gonna give it back to Tyrod and just let him develop a little bit more and learn the offense more and just be more comfortable. Yeah, Mills has no day, no business starting. So right Tyrod's like an eligible option for a streamer quarterback. I wouldn't necessarily start him this week, but if you have a spot. I would pick him up and necessarily maybe see what happens because he really actually played pretty well the first couple of weeks and he's got rushing upside. He's not a that horrible scrambling quarterback. Yeah, he can he can give you a, a little bit of uh, rushing upside there. So uh, Ty is out again. Again, ouch. Love to see it. Uh, I would love for him to get healthy. Uh, Paris Campbell's out for the year, so that yes, just adds sir. to Michael Pittman's value. He's been playing actually pretty good lately too. Yeah, it it pains me a little bit because I traded him in a league, but I also I love to see his success because I was I said before the season that I thought he was a dark horse for, mm-hmm. you know, to potentially be like a wide receiver too. So uh, I, I hope it works out for him. Yeah, he just he needs, he needs to get right first and foremost. That's obviously what we root for before anything. Um, DJ Chark was ruled out most likely for the year by Urban Meyer yesterday. Really? That wasn't already assumed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't necessarily assumed. He was on injury reserve for three weeks, but they instead of activating him, they decided to rule him out for the year. So Chark's gone. If you have him on your roster and you don't have an IR spot and you just sit in there, get rid of him. He, yeah, realistically, he should have been gone already. Uh, Mahomes should play this week, so you shouldn't stress out too much about that, especially if you have any other Kansas City players like a Kelsey or a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, who do the Chiefs play this week? I don't even know. Um, Fantastic. Fantastic question. You should look that up. Fuck, I'm trying to right now. Um, whoever it is, I'm sure it's a better defense than the Titans. Uh, it, hmm. Well, I hope not because they I'm, only scored three points against us. I'm sure they're a lot less dirty. Darren Waller, someone to monitor. Obviously, we already covered a little bit. Oh, they, so. they Chiefs play the Giants, so the Giants defense is way better. So that um, maybe keep that in mind. I don't know potentially bench Chiefs offensive players this week. All right, well, thanks for listening to the Fantasy Four Stringers. <laughs> uh, we will talk to you next week when I have a new co-host. <laughs> so, I thought you were legitimately going to try to wrap the show right now. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'm looking through. I don't think there's necessarily a whole hell of a lot more. No, that. there's not. Um, since he's covered, Will Fuller can come back this week. Oh no, he's not expected to though. No, I think he's hurt still. He's eligible to come back, but he can't. So, I think since he's on the TV and it made me think about him. Um, if Joe Burrow's still out there, go pick him up on waivers because, uh, you know, my wife's a big fan as I've mentioned before. Pat Pete went on IR this week. Huh? Pat Pete went on IR this week. Yeah, it's like a hamstring, I think. I don't like that. that Vikings hurts. defense is worse than it already is now. Hey, they haven't been bad. Haven't been good. The last couple weeks have actually been Titans pretty would good. What'd you say? The Titans would shred them. You can't seriously believe that. <laughs> Number one seed in the AFC, you. It's a weak AFC. Number one seed in the AFC, you. Like I said. What are you, gonna... third in your division? Uh, we're second. Hmm. We're coming around. Anywho. <laughs> we don't need to debate this. I'll there's, just pick there's, a new team There's next no week. debate, so you're right. I'll just pick a new team next week. When the Bills are <laughs> number one seed in the playoffs, I'll be a Bills fan. Uh, uh, when the Bucks get to the Super say, Bowl, I go think, Bucks. I think my true team is the number one seed in the NFC right now. So in the AFC, go Bucks. Huh? In the NFC. Oh, go Bucks. So I thought you said AFC. No, sounds like cool. We like the same team because the number one AFC team in the AFC is the Titans. We don't like the same yep. team. That's for sure. It's the Titans. They're the, um, they're the number one team in the AFC. When we move the, on the team in now. Tennessee, that they're that they're the number one seed. So I want to move on to a new segment, <laughs> and I just want to talk about. It. So, so this is going to be a new bit we're going to try. Um, every week we're going to go over the biggest frauds in the NFL, 
And I think for my very first one to kick it off this year, it's going to be the Tennessee Titans. And Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Derrick Henry, actually. <laughs> um, it's They're a house of cards. It's going to come crumbling down at some point. Mm-hmm. When? When at um, some point? Well, what are you going to do if Derrick Henry gets hurt? Uh, what are you going to do if Delvin, Delvin Cook, gets, Cook hurt? gets hurt? Oh, we're going to keep winning games because that's what we've been doing. Um. What are you gonna do if Justin Jefferson gets hurt? What are you gonna do if you have? You could ask that about any team. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do if Kirk gets hurt? Well, we'll see what happens. We saw what happened to the Chiefs when fucking Mahomes yeah, Deshaun Kaiser. You're gonna pick that guy up a free agency and hopefully win one game out of your next twelve. Yeah, we could do it. The defense is good enough. Your team's doing nothing while my team's being talked about on NFL Total Access right now. So great. Right. And what 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 does that say in the back wing? What does that banner say? What are they talking about while it says that? AFC top teams is that what that says? Um. Oh. Yeah. See, hmm. the funny thing is they're leaving. All oh, the Chargers are on there. Okay. All oh, the Raiders. There we go. Five and two. These are all teams that I would pick ahead of the Titans right now. Bengals. Five uh, and two. Oh, for sure. Bengals are like. I think they're probably one of my favorite teams in the AFC right now. I actually do like watching the Bengals play. Still should have yeah. taken Sewell though. Yeah. Uh, are you serious? You still think that? Yep. I do, Even and I Jamar forever Chase will. Chase is just lighting the fucking world on fire right I now. Don't, I think that Higgins and Boyd would have been playing a lot better if they didn't have him, and then Burrow wouldn't have to run for his life half the time. I don't know, man. He. It's not like he doesn't get pressured still. Burrow is not. A, he needs help on his line. I was of the opinion that Sewell would have been the pick to make, but the more that uh, Jamar Chase just keeps doing what he's doing. His guy sees two hundred yards and immediately falls in love. Um, or I've seen him produce like eight weeks of the year already. Did he score this week? Yes, like an eighty yarder. So he has kept it every week still. Yeah, I think perfect. He scored I love to game. see that. I hope he does it. Imagine if he scored sixteen touchdowns, just one every week. Guess what? It wouldn't even be a rookie record. Wouldn't even be a rookie receiving record. You know who owns that? Yeah, it actually, you know, he has the most yards ever through seven games. Sir Randall Moss. Do you know who has the most receiving yards ever through seven games? Uh, probably Jamar Chase. Do you know who has the most receiving yards through a rookie season ever? Mm. You should know this. This is kind of embarrassing that you don't. I have one guess. You can guess it. Oh, it's uh, Jefferson. Thank you. I, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I remember this. See, okay, so we're we're watching a replay on the TV right now, and uh, Zach Ertz just ran in a touchdown from like 40 yards out. And as I'm watching that play progress, all I can think about is he looks faster than A.J. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> just, just deflecting. Don't worry. Just <laughs> deflecting. A 38-year-old Zach Ertz. Okay, mm-hmm. we are getting way sidetracked um actually i guess we're already going over injuries and waivers it's like that's kind of our topic of discussion uh, will anyway. lutz goes on ir for the saints uh yeah i noticed he wasn't playing today Did, didn't play today is it a leg injury or what's mm. the fucking issue because uh, it's not like he's if he, he broke a, it's it's in parentheses a core issue so it's got to be so he's some, just being soft yeah for the most part i'm just kidding he's obviously a, a problem if he can't right. if he can't play for three our weeks. kicker broke his finger so we're putting so him on i so i hope he's okay going forward um let's see uh Kadarius tony moves. ruled out again something to monitor because he's been great when he's played and new york obviously they got slayton back but still tony has really stepped up when he was healthy as the main role they're not gonna get away from him when he does play i do like Kadarius tony going forward a lot. yeah i do too if he if he if he can get back on the field, just solid flex play. Well, I was hoping I was actually I was kind of glad they held him out this week because I didn't want them to push him and force him into the game and then have him get hurt worse. Because I would prefer to have him sit out a week and get him back fully. Uh, you went over Zach Wilson, correct? Yeah. What's that? At least covered him, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh the the biggest thing for me with him is Corey Davis. Yeah, I don't know what Davis is. I just regardless of. What's going to go on? Corey Davis not having Zach throw to him as opposed um, <clears throat> to the backup quarterback in that situation. I just, regardless of whoever it is, it could be 
a starting quarter, like a Teddy Bridgewater caliber kind of guy. You're just not going to get the same production. So Corey Davis going forward is a guy that I would not be excited about having. I would dump him if you have a chance just because you don't know how long Zach's going to be out. And you saw what happened when he was out. They lost 54 to, what was it, 54 to 13? Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, they, they got blown out. And that's the most points the Patriots have scored have scored without uh, Tom Brady since like 72. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's not, that's not, no bueno. I would, I would just stay away from any New York, especially Michael Carter. I would get rid of as well. They're not going to be able to run the ball at all. That team's going to be rough if Zach Wilson's not in the game. Yeah. I mean, realistically, that wasn't an offense you were really excited about playing any of their players anyway, but take him out of the game and you put in Joe Flacco. It's like you you can't feel good about it at all. So, yeah, fair enough. Anybody on the Jets, consider, I mean, give it a week or two, but it's like they may end up becoming droppable going forward. Just uh, better off to hold for a week, though, and see what happens. Uh, Trey Lance is on pace to practice on Wednesday. Good. So Put him we'll back see in. how that goes. Jimmy G was just not exciting once again. The rain was horrible in that game. If framing that watched yeah, to it, be to, to his credit, it, the rain was horrible. It was coming down all day, so like there was not a lot of passing being done, and even the throws that were made, it was like it, it was just an ugly game because of the weather. But I I think that team is way better with Trey Lance at the helm, so I would prefer that they get him healthy and get him back in, at least for my own fantasy purposes. Um, AB is someone to monitor going forward. Antonio Brown, they think he might have a shot at playing this week. We'll see how that goes. If even if even if he doesn't, well, if he does play, it's like okay, I don't think it's gonna make much of a difference. They're still insanely good. The only and if he's playing hurt, I still think it's gonna end up being more of Evans and Godwin. But yeah, they do play the Saints though, so he most likely won't have to. He might have a decent game if he does play because he won't have to deal with Lattimore. Lattimore was getting into it tonight with DK. Yeah, Did you see shit. that? Yeah, I mean, DK was giving it back to him, too. To they ran each other's throats. Uh, Richard Sherman should also be back for Tampa in week eight. He's scheduled to come back. So hopefully we'll see how that goes with we'll another weapon in the defense. Is he covering a sorry-ass retreat receiver like Crabtree this week? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, Taylor Juan might come back for Tennessee. Derek will run for 200 if he does. He will not. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Derek won't run for two. Great win though year. for the boys. Let's talk about twenty-seven to three. He will not. He he won't run for two hundred in a game the rest. And of the anything year. to bring it up again? I'm yep. down for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't really think Logan Thomas said that, or is said to be coming back week to week. So I would assume in two weeks he's probably back on rosters and playing again. Which would be big, but Ricky Seal Jones has been good. First up, honestly, I've been impressed with Ricky Seals Jones. Yeah, I mean, I I was not super high on him. You know, I thought he had potential to maybe do something, but I didn't expect him to have really much of an impact. So I was pretty surprised that he had, you know, especially in the first week. I don't know what he did last week so much, but... Um, his first week in the lineup, he actually he had a really good game. So mm-hmm. it, it surprised me. I didn't think he was going to do much. I figured that they would try to find ways to get other people involved. But the fact that they used him the way they did was kind of encouraging. So um, let's see. Is there – I don't see any other names that are really sticking out. No, that's about it for me, man. There's not a ton. Do you have any guys that right at the moment you're – actively hoping to trade for i know we went over trades a couple weeks ago but um things change pretty quickly in in fantasy football so unfortunately they do which is one of the most frustrating parts about it um yeah there's a couple guys but i feel like there's someone that you really want to talk about to start out so i'll let you start it off uh who what do you mean who you're the one that wants (laughs) who's your first trade target um i don't i don't have any names that i'm like pounding on the table like oh i need to go get this guy but the first one that comes to mind and i i admittedly i i might be swayed a little bit because i watched 
a good chunk of the game last night, so I got to see Pittman do what mm-hmm. he did. That, but his touchdown catch was great. He I was going to say we just talked about him for like twenty minutes. Yeah, he just, he he just bodied just that walk guy, right so. into that setup, but apparently not. P- Pittman's a guy I like a lot because I, I again I said earlier that I I thought going into this year he had upside to be like a wide receiver too, and as long as Hilton's going to be out, and even if Hilton comes back. I think he's starting to establish himself. Plus, we talked about how Wentz likes, you know, his big body guys like Alshon Jeffrey. He fits that prototype to a T. Um, so I think he's a name that I would try to get if I could. I also think because he's he's not like a marquee name, you don't have to give up a ton to get yeah. him. You know, obviously after a week like this week, his value like it, you're, the asking price is going to be a little bit higher right now. Um, but you probably don't have to, you know, you're not going to have to give up an arm and a leg to get him. And if you're kind of weak at wide receiver, uh, he could be a solid option for like a, a low end wide receiver to the rest yep. of the year. So I, I, I do like Pittman a lot as a, as a name to try to target. I agree. He's honestly looked really great, especially with the deep ball, which is kind of surprising because they have a couple deep ball threads, but they won lost Paris Campbell for the year. And most likely have lost, uh, T Y Hilton again for a good amount of time. So he's going to continue to be that guy. So I really do agree with that statement. Um, speaking of marquee names, though, like you said about a guy that you can get for not being a marquee name, I'm going to focus on a guy that I don't necessarily think you'll have to overpay for, but is a marquee name, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Uh, Kansas City's been horrible this year. Their defense cannot stand games. Mahomes had a horrible, horrible week against a really bad Tennessee defense this week. Um, I watched the game. He did not play anything like himself. That was in no way, shape, or form who Patrick Mahomes or the Kansas City Chiefs are as an offense. Uh, one of their best guards, Thuni, who they traded for and paid pretty well from New England, uh, is playing with a broken wrist. He should be good to go in two weeks, and that was last week. So he's probably got one more week of play and then one more week of probably decently solid play, but not to his expectations. And then in two weeks, he'll probably be good to go again. And Mahomes needs help needs help on the line, and I think that'll get it. I just I he they're not gonna play this bad going forward continuously. That defense has been playing horrendous, and regardless of the fact Mahomes has a fantasy value, even if they do continue to play somewhat horrendous, he's gonna have to throw the ball, and the line's gonna hold up more, so he's gonna be able to make those plays. Yeah. And with this week being the way that it was, getting seven points against a really bad, ten- I mean, to be fair, a really bad Tennessee defense, I think that you could steal him for a buy low right now. Yeah, they're the the pressure on the Chiefs is mounting for them to turn this thing around, and I think the more pressure that gets put on them to start winning games, the more they're just going to turn it over to Mahomes and say, "All right, go win the fucking game." And he's, he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to do it. He's he's at his best. They're at their best when he's throwing for four hundred. You know what I mean? It just seems like when they're in positions where they're forced to have him go out and just sling the ball, that's when they do their best work. And they're they're backed into a corner right now. Like they have to start winning, um, and because of the poor the poor play they've had the first part of the year, there's probably a lot of people that were you know a lot of people picked him in the second or third round. You I mean you passed on a pretty good running back or receiver to to pick him, expecting him to be consistently a QB one, and they haven't lived up to that this year. You could I think you could find a lot of people right now that are probably ready to cut bait. And if you have, you know, if you've got a quarterback on your roster who's, you know, obviously not on that level, but you could pair him with another piece, like a, a I don't know, running back 3 or something like that. Something that, you know, whoever owns Mahomes is light on because, you know, they passed up on a running back or something. They're, they're probably a little thin at one of those positions. Mm. Um if you could package, you know, even like a Stafford or like some sort of like a lower tier quarterback and a, a wide receiver three or running back three or something, you might be able to get Mahomes. And I think going down the stretch, um, that could be a benefit. I don't know if I would include Stafford on that. He's just been too good. But uh, just somebody that's in the quarterback, you know, eight to twelve range, um, you might you might be able to get Mahomes for something like that. So uh, one guy I'm selling high on this year, right now, especially is Amari Cooper right now. Really. Coming off of injury, CeeDee Lamb has played great. Schultz is really starting to emerge as a solid tight end. They spread the ball so much. If you can get a solid wide receiver, one running back, one value for him, 
in a different offense. I just I don't trust Dallas's offense enough. Yeah, I think that there's just too many mouths to feed in that offense. He's if if you're going to be able to move him or trade him to somebody, it's going to be based on name value and the fact that the Dallas offense is really good. But um, with CD there, Zeke's still there. Schultz is coming into his own. You know, Michael Gallup is going to be coming back pretty soon. Like there's there, like I said, there's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. Um, if you can move Cooper for somebody that's you know like a wide receiver one on his own team that you know is going to be getting targets. I would make that move 100%. And you just you gain a little bit of value now that he's already had his bye week too. You have that to your advantage where you can say he's mm-hmm. already been past his bye week. You don't have to deal with that. You could absorb that to get a little bit more value going forward. Yeah. And I think that an offense that you obviously is fantastic, and yeah, he's going to have good weeks. There's just too many question marks because there's so many mouths to feed, and Zeke has actually been playing well this year that you. I think that if you can make a move for a more solid wide receiver, I'm down for it. Yeah. Even if you were to put him in a package deal to like steal like a Diggs, I'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I don't even know if you have to do a package deal. Diggs hasn't played fantastic this year, mm-hmm. so there's just it's it's nothing to do with him. He hasn't performed the way that he should, but it's not really his fault because that offense is that good. I have uh, I have a running back. I'm going to throw out. Just he's had a the last couple of weeks especially he's actually looked really good. Uh, Damian Harris, I was mm-hmm. concerned because he was injured the last couple of weeks. He's had a injury designation, but he's back to back hundred yard games. I think he's he in, yeah, as I say, he's been playing Chef's Kiss. Yeah, I think he had two touchdowns last week. Um, you know, he was another name that I liked before the season because I figured they would run the ball a lot, and he was their kind of their de facto starter. But it seems like they're really committing to using him as like their. He's, I mean, he's he's their primary ball carrier. Um, Brandon Bolden came in and did this week exactly what I expected him to do like three weeks ago when I brought him up. So, you know, better late yeah, than fuck never. Yeah, fuck that but, guy. That, mm. um, he's seems like he's going to be more of their pass catcher. Harris is never going to be like a three-down back. but He frustrated um, me last week. In an offense that you know wants to run the ball, and when they get inside the red zone, he's going to be getting the carries. Harris is a name that I think I would be trying to get, especially on the cheap right now. Well, maybe not the cheap because he's had two good games, but um, I think he's got value going forward. So I think his his I think he's going to be in like running back two territory most weeks. Um, so if you can go out and get Damian Harris for something that you know maybe a little bit less um, up or somebody with maybe a little bit more upside, Harris I think is a safe, somewhat of a safe play. If you need stability. To be fair, he has played pretty good, though. He's been pretty consistent. Um, outside of fumbling the ball a couple times. I know Bill Belichick hates that, but um, he's been he's been fairly consistent. He's getting a handful of uh, quite a few carries every game, which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what you look for, obviously. So um, my last trade target, I guess, rolling into that is Calvin Ridley. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is finally starting to come about, and I think that, yeah, you might have to pay a decent amount to get him this week just based on last week's performance versus Miami. He had a, he had a decently good week, and he had 10 targets, which is huge. And uh, granted, Miami is not a great team, but I think that now that Pitts is coming to life, like you said, he's going to not face as much of a blanket as he has. Yeah. It's going to force weeks. people to they – can't, they can't just double Ridley and, and make – and Matt Somebody Ryan's been good the last couple yeah, he weeks. Has. He really has. So if you can ride that going forward, Calvin Ridley's probably going to start to come into effect. And I say trade for him now because, yeah, you might have to give up a decent amount, but I think that he's going to blow up. And say even if you wait one week, you might have to give up now back to wide receiver one value for him to get him. All it takes is yeah. All it takes so is so if you can steal him now for like a wide receiver two and a backup somewhere or something. I just if you can get him for a decent value, now it's time to target him. Yeah, the w- the window on Ridley is still open right now, but one good week it's is closing. All quickly. it's going to take to close it's that. It's closing very quickly. So that was a, yeah. He's he's a name that I actually liked a lot. Some people might already be target. out. Some people might already. Like if I have him, I'm still wanting a wide receiver one to get him back. Yeah, I if. If I'm yeah, if I own him and somebody's approaching me to trade for him, I'm asking yep. for quite a bit right now, just because. Well, you know, I I feel pretty strongly that he will come around at some point. But um, let's see, do I have any other names? I don't know. That's about all um, for my trade targets. Yeah, I don't see anyone else that's out there that I feel super strongly. I would say AJ about. Brown, but 
Don't you're even, not getting shit for him. No, no I mean you're gonna you're gonna have to give up an arm and a leg to get him. What do you think? What do you think uh, Christian McCaffrey's trade value is right now? Uh, truthfully, I think it's a a decent back end RB one and another good player. Like if I'm getting rid of McCaffrey. Uh, I guess the way I would think about this is I would want, like, Eckler and like a T. Higgins sort no, of receiver? Like, like a McLaurin. Okay. Or a Justin Jefferson, but that would be reaching. I would have to give up Chuba to do that too, but like, or like. So, I would I would have to, I would have to get value in two positions back because there's so much quite if he comes back and he doesn't get hurt you're golden. Yeah, like I that's I that's just I'm you know like, the potential you're giving up I just I couldn't justify giving up unless I get the value back that I want. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm wondering. It's like what do you what are you giving up to get McCaffrey right now? If somebody's trying to go trade for him, it's like what are you willing to offer Or if someone gives me like say Kamara and a T Higgins, I'd probably take it. Yeah, because I, I I don't I don't really know what the consensus is on his value. It seems like it's kind of all over the place. You know, I've offered him out in a couple leagues, and I've gotten shot down. I I don't I haven't tried to trade for him, but it's like I don't know what I would be willing to give up to get him because I I I don't know what his. Would you take Jamar is. Chase and Miles Sanders for him? Um, probably not. No, not at the moment. Chase is great, but I don't think he's number one running back overall great, like in terms of value. He's a he's a probably a number one wide receiver going forward, but to give him up to get up McCaffrey, who's, you know, the best fantasy player out there, and I don't think there's any question when he's healthy. Well, I, there is a question. Oh, there's not. We don't need to get into this. Hmm. But I, I, I don't I don't think I would do that one. Um <clears throat> I think Sorry, something in my throat. <laughs> I think like like Najee Harris or somebody like that is a name that I would consider maybe trying to throw a piece in with him to get McCaffrey but I I don't know man I it's it's a tough question right now cuz people what I have What about Aaron Jones and DJ Moore? Ooh, um See that that's close for me. I I'd probably still lean more towards like McCaffrey. I think I'd take that at this point. The, Jones scares me a little bit because he does, hasn't yeah. been great this year, but I, I'd I would be on the fence. I would I would at least consider it if somebody offered that. Mixing in DJ Moore. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd still be on the fence with that one. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard. It's really hard because you don't know his value because you don't know what he's going to do. That's what I mean. It's all over the It's board. impossible to judge because if you're going based on what he could be, if he comes back in two weeks and doesn't get hurt the rest of the year, holy shit, is his value high. That's what's... If that's, he decides to sit out for six more weeks or potentially get shut down the rest of the year, you're luckily getting anyone that's playing. You know right, what I mean? You just want thing. someone that's playing because... At, at what you point... You just have... You would have no idea. So... That's what I want to know. Like, at what point are people going to get sick of waiting for him to come back? And just jump ship and or just, just give up? And just start to mm-hmm. dump him, you know? And that's what I'm wondering. I did this last year with him. I played that game where I traded. It yeah, like, it sucks. I traded like Clyde <laughs> edwards Hilaire and something we for We should him. have bet on Henry. And I was I missed. He came back and played one game, and he was phenomenal. But then he got hurt again and, and missed the rest of the I year. I almost told you before the draft, let's just go in on Henry. And if he sucks, it's on me. And I didn't do it because I didn't want to be a homer, and I wish he would have because he would have given us such a less of a headache than fucking McCaffrey has this year. Yeah, we'd have been dominating the league right now. If oh, if we'd be running him. over everybody, yeah. literally and figuratively. We would have him and Najee Harris, and probably who is probably genuinely least... is literally mini Henry. Yeah, I mean, they run the same. They literally well, play the same, and he can and went to the same school. Well, he, he can catch the ball better, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I would. He's already got... Anyone can catch the ball with 19 targets, wink. Najee Harris 
has more targets in one game this year than Derrick Henry has in the entire season. No, that's catches, but sure. No, Henry has 19 targets. That's tied then, so it's still not true, but whatever. In one game, Najee Harris had 19 targets. Still not more. It's tied. I would argue he's a better <laughs> pass catcher. <laughs> Who has more yards? Who has more oh, yards okay. after contact? Who All has right. more touchdowns? Whose team has a better record? This is exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, with that being said, I think we're pretty much covered. We can probably wrap this up. So, yeah, we might as well before you start being more toxic because I'm out on that. Yeah, before we start arguing more about how much of it. Yeah, go box, dude. Go fucking box. Look at six and one versus seven and oh, and Devontae Adams isn't even going to play. Let's go. Did the Bucs play the Titans this year at all? Uh, I hope so. No, they I don't, don't think they do because they, they don't. don't. They don't play. Yeah, that, yeah, they actually do. Super Bowl. <laughs> we all know how that's going to end. Yeah, Titans by twenty. You have Derrick Henry taking on the number one rushing defense in the league. Yeah, and he's in a fucking and Tom Brady <laughs> taking on the worst defense in the league. Yeah, this is it's a JPP is going to have eight fingers by the end of that game. So, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, let's cut the cord on this fucking thing. Um, I think I think this has run its course for the day. <laughs> um, yeah, because you're being toxic. So. <laughs> All right. Well, peace, love, positivity. Don't listen to Wink. Don't let him bring you down on whatever day you're living on whatever day you're listening to this too. But most likely a Tuesday. Yeah, probably it'll be Tuesday. Uh, Titans are still five and two. Mm-hmm. Vikings aren't. As our good friend Trevor once said, Derrick Henry's a bust. Um, he is a bust. I lost my fantasy league. No chance. Derrick Henry's a bust. So, anyway. I do um, agree. The whole team sucks. We will uh, We'll get back to you guys later this week with some Shines, Pines, Borderlines, and our. hopefully we remember to do some locks of the week this week. And then hopefully I actually pick locks that are going to work out because I missed on both last week. Only because Mahomes Shocker. got hurt. Um, yeah, Mahomes got hurt in the fourth quarter. And Tyreek Hill would have gone for 150 if he hadn't after that. What did so. you make me change my lock to? I don't know. What did I pick? I, I would have missed Derrick Henry, picked, uh, but you made me change. My other one was Jonathan Taylor was not going to be a top. He was going to be outside the top 15 or 20, but he also did not. I didn't put my lock. There. I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure I hit it. So um, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure, but it's all right. We. <laughs> all right, well, we will see yeah, you we'll- on... My fucking Saturday, probably. Probably Saturday. Yeah. yeah, Saturday morning. We'll probably record again and then put, put it up. So keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah. Good luck on waivers. <laughs> if you listen to us, you should be fine. Yeah, so. ho- hopefully you get your guy. And uh, go Titans. Oh, man. Go Bucks. <laughs>